Welcome to Soul Essence Wellness Center's podcast, a podcast to help you connect with your highest self that features episodes combining psychology, spirituality, and energy healing. Please welcome your host, Zandra Haas, a spiritual wellness coach, psychotherapist, and psychic medium in Boulder, Colorado. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast this week. This is the second connected episode to the first Past Lives episode. So in the first Past Lives episode, I talk a lot kind of about the Buddhist concept of past lives, more earth-based spiritual traditions, what I've learned as a medium, crossing people over. And I also share a personal story of how having a past life reading very early on sort of in my life and in my training helped me go on a very cool self-discovery healing journey. So this second episode is going to be even more storytelling and sort of sharing more of a heart story with you all about past lives. And when you dive into them or you make meaning out of them, or you start embracing the sense that the life that you're in is just a chapter in the book of the soul, you start being able to recognize your multidimensionality. And again, none of these things can be proved by psychology yet. However, I love sharing with you all how bracing these things or seeing yourself in a way that you consider your energies never created or destroyed. It keeps going. There's a way that you exist at present moment, but also in the future, in the past, all at one time. Kind of reminds me of the the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once that won a lot of awards. I had a lot of fun looking at that and seeing how they portray past lives and things in a comical way, but I digress. So today I'm going to tell you a really fascinating, interesting story and also a very personal, relevant, present story happening in my life. And essentially, one of the ways that I've been working with past lives and the way that you can work with them even in present moment experiences, I'm going to show through this particular example. So in the process, my partner and I are selling a home, which has been so fluid and amazing, just pristine, perfect. The buyers, people that are purchasing the house have been so kind, easy. And if you've ever bought or sold a house, there's so many steps, all these different documents, all these different timelines, all these different objections, all these inspections, right? Documents have to be in at certain points or the contract gets terminated. It can be a really high stress thing depending on who you're working with. And depending on if the house needs repairs, right? All these sorts of things. So on the selling our house to someone process, they were super kind, generous, gentle, amazing. And it was so, so lovely. Now on the us buying a house end, it was very difficult because we loved the house, but the people that we were working with, unfortunately, it felt kind of through trying to like canoe through peanut butter. It just didn't feel and doesn't feel, because it's still happening in present time, very healing or helpful. And one of the reasons that my partner and I really struggled is we're very heart-to-heart people and we're very authentic and honest and we want everyone to have a good experience. And sometimes in business, people tend to be more fearful or manipulative or greedy. And that's sort of not on the frequency that we run. So if you can imagine through this process, we're purchasing a house, but there's been repairs needed on the house. 
the people selling the house don't agree or want to pay for those things, but they're big things like sewer pipeline fixes, stuff of that nature for a house that's only a few years old. And so there's been a lot of negotiation and a lot of my partner saying, and I saying like, okay, we understand it's a lot. We're willing to take on some of this responsibility so your family can move. And the family being very greedy and unkind in the process. But what's interesting is that in my normal reality, I have a lot of love and care for people. And I can get hooked sometimes when people are unkind, but ultimately I don't take it personally. But what I found in this process is that there feels like a core energy in me. And maybe you have this too, where it feels like I'm really giving and being vulnerable. And if someone feels like they cut that down or dismiss it or even challenge it in a mean way, it feels like I'm not being seen. And this massive kind of like almost like black tar, this like sticky, heavy, kind of almost um, suffocating energy started coming through. And I experienced it. I didn't expect it because it doesn't feel very present time based. But I was going with a walk um, um, with our dog, with my partner the other day. And I looked at my partner and I was like, I feel so angry and unseen. And I was like, and for some reason, my brain is telling me that I want these people to suffer. I want them to feel bad. I want them, I want to make things harder for them. There is this like lashing out energy and it felt toxic because I don't feel like that. And I know karmically that we're all connected. So it was such a weird feeling to be buying a house and on one end, have it be so loving and kind And on the other end, have sort of this family that we can't even talk to directly. I ended up writing two letters to try to like explain and be nice and it still didn't work, right? So it's like all this like brew kind of cauldron energy in me is becoming more and more angry and building more and more of a story. But the energy in me was feeling so toxic and so intense. And, but it didn't feel... Like even though in present time it was so intense, there was something in me that was like, this feels like really old energy. And a lot of times I talked about this in one of the last podcasts, especially around anxiety, is that really recognizing the emotions that we're feeling, are they a result of a present time experience or are they a result of something that feels older? And if it's older, how old is it? Is it when we're from six years old? Is it when we're from preverbal, meaning we're a baby and something happens and we have a memory, but we don't have like a conscious, conscious memory? It more so lives in the body. So what I did is I was in tears and I was so frustrated and mad. And I kept saying like, this doesn't make sense. Why I would want someone to hurt. That doesn't make sense. I'm not a person that wants to hurt other people. It doesn't occur to me to do that. And so I closed my eyes. And I took a deep breath and I imagined almost like my whole soul, my sort of ancient old soul experience, I imagined it like a book. And I said, if right now I'm at the end of this book, I'm in one of the last chapters, who knows if there'll be more, if they'll get written as maybe I have more lives. But if I'm in this chapter, this energy where it's coming from where is it in this section of the book? I love using metaphors and kind of images. And what lit up, it was right in the middle of the book. 
And I said, wow, okay, so this energy is coming from a different chapter. It means it's coming from a different life. And so I closed my eyes and I said, show me this life. Show me where this energy, almost like it's on a string leading back somewhere faint into the distance. Show me where it leads back to. And all of a sudden, I just saw this imagery of me in a different life with my hand over my heart, just keeled over, just crying in agony. And I was like, whoa. And I'm watching it in my mind almost like a movie. So it feels like I'm feeling it, but I'm also sort of neutral and watching it. And it's a skill I've worked on to kind of have both where you can visualize and see life, but also feel it simultaneously. And it was this life where there was a lot of really unfair, unkind authority that took away my rights. They took away my humanity, my dignity. There was physical abuse that was happening. There was mental and emotional abuse that was happening. And I was very much powered over. And it's literally, if you can imagine, like a stone wall And I'm a woman and I have my hand on my heart and I'm keeled over this stone wall, just bruised, just beaten, all my clothes, just ravaged, just, you know, really, really not good. Like not breathing very well, just this really overwhelming sense of being abused in a very difficult society system and being very, very hurt. And in this life, all of a sudden, as my hands on my heart, I just let out this siren scream, like scream, squeal. And all of a sudden this anger floods through me and there's so much anger there. And I, in my mind, I just want them all to burn. I just felt this energy of like, I want all of them to burn. I want all of them to hurt. I want to destroy their families. There was just this rage in my space of feeling like my personhood or goodness was not seen or witnessed that my humanity was taken away and I wanted them to suffer because of it. All right, so this is a big thing, like, right? These big, huge energy. I have my eyes closed as I'm witnessing this and I just start crying. I just start crying. I just start shaking. I just start letting body have this like feeling of witnessing this energy in this space and feeling it in my heart. It's almost like it's like closing down my throat, just this like pain, almost like breathing in ash. There's just this pain ripping through my system. And I said to myself, oh my gosh, like this pain has been there. And every time in this life that I've felt like someone didn't see my humanity or made a wrong assumption about me or took away, feels like my right to something, this energy has come up sometimes in smaller forms. And sometimes I've responded to it and been mean to people or lashed back, right? Or gotten hooked, but it's never been this strong before. And I think the reason it's this strong is because it's time to let it go. It's time not to live from this energy or respond to this energy because it doesn't match the situation. I don't actually want, even if people are being mean, I don't actually want to get hooked. I don't actually want to be controlled by that. I actually just want to hold a really high frequency 
and be in kindness and know that it's not me. If I'm doing my best and being kind, any reaction is not actually me. That's the other person and that's for them to work on. It's not for me to work on or take in. So I started running my energy. I started doing energy work. I started saying like, okay, I'm going to ground this out. I'm going to let this go. I'm going to imagine almost like I could step into that past life and hold my hand and send healing and say like, I've got you. It's okay. Because it was almost like in this life that I was like cursing people. It was almost like because of how much pain had been done to me, I was trying to send it back and hurt them, almost like a spell. And I said, this is not the way that we heal. It's not okay that someone did this to you. And we're going to protect you, right? So I sort of brought my energy in, all of my guides, all my healing energy, and I started healing that space. I started healing my heart. I started bringing in guides and energy to sort of heal those things. And I said, I am no longer contracting for this energy. I am no longer holding this energy in my body, this desire that when someone hurts me, I should retaliate and hurt them in small ways and big ways. I'm no longer acting in that manner because it's not going to help anyone. It's not going to help anyone to keep the ripple effect of causing pain because we've been hurt onto other people. And funny enough, all of this work that I was doing, this was in like a 20 or 30 minute period, right? I'm crying. There's like snot coming down, right? I'm like doing the healing work. I'm breathing. I'm moving it through the body, almost like this big sort of wave shuddered through. And after I did that work, I had a meeting with one of my spiritual teachers and I explained to her what's going on. And she said, wow, this is what humanity is working through. She said, this core energy, like the seductiveness of like when we get hurt and we're trying to feel better. And so we think by hurting other people, we'll feel better. She's like, this is a huge energy in our society that people are still playing out, that people are still using and it doesn't work. And it's not helping our society to play these patterns out anymore. We have to heal the wounding of where this came from. And she said, it's so cool that you're doing it. And, you know, we're running energy and supporting that integration of the new frequency. So it's not only releasing that energy, but saying like, what am I going to insert instead? And so I started thinking about all the different times in my life where I've accidentally hurt someone, where I felt attacked or harmed. And so I've lashed out and said something cruel or just been unkind right? Or had an action or did something that was mean. We all have those moments. You know, even in high school, I can remember really caring about what I looked like. And if someone said something, a joke about what I looked like or my shoes or something, I would immediately feel attacked and I would respond back with something really rude and mean, right? Like there would be these ways that it would just keep the energy going. And so I thought about even those moments in life, the ones I can remember and I can't. And I just sent healing energy, almost like I could color in those moments with love and like, hey, don't take it on. Don't take it personally. You don't need to. Like really staying in core, best self, confidence, knowing that I'm enough. It was fascinating. And I took a few deep breaths and at the end, it was better. At the end, I didn't feel this like desire for the family to suffer. I didn't even feel mad. 
I just wanted to send them love. As strange as it sounds, at the end, I was like, wow, for someone to respond this way, like they must be really lacking in love. They must not have what they need. And therefore, I'm making it about me and what I'm doing wrong, which isn't true at all. And so I share this past life story with you because sometimes past life stories are really interesting or bring depth or we can have abilities in our previous lives, maybe interests that we can feel woven into this life. And there are ways to bring those things in and to learn. There can also be trauma from previous lives. And there can be ways that sometimes our emotional reactions, even if we've experienced something in this life, it might not feel like it makes full sense. And we don't always know, right? We don't know, could I have said like, oh, this is a painful reaction based off of a traumatic experience I had in third grade. Could, absolutely could. But I'm a big fan of working through core energies and pulling them out of all the lives. So if I'm working on something in this life around grief and suffering, why wouldn't I want to send healing back to grief and suffering experiences I've had in other lives? Why wouldn't I want to send healing energy to all of them? It's not that much more work to send healing energy to your heart self and also say, I send this healing energy back through time and space to all the other times I've experienced this energy. I come into right relationship at a higher frequency of this energy and I disallow myself to carry pain and suffering through lifetimes in the same energy. I heal them now. I retrieve my joy, my love. I stand in the now healed. You can claim that. It's pretty profound stuff when you claim that you're no longer contracting with something and you send healing energy time through space. You can heal more than just the now. And that ripple effect allows those changes to take place in the now. So I hope that felt helpful in terms of sharing experience, sharing past lives. It's always beautiful to tap into them and see the places that we've had really cool experiences or that we've known other people. In the previous podcast, I talk about soul family or people that in our family system we might travel with or have different lives with. But this is also a really important example about how we can really heal ourselves with more awareness. And so one of the things I brought up in the beginning of this is staying in present time and working with the now and also being able to hold our multidimensionality and run energy in those spaces. And it takes some time to be able to do both, to not get overwhelmed. Most people are like, I can't even deal with my life right now. You know, imagining different ones feels like way too much. And that's okay. Right? You don't have to take on like the golden healer award to like heal every single thing, you know. But this is a way that it can be really, really fascinating to notice where sometimes we have been held back in this life and how that relates to the past and also bringing in your confidence, awareness, and tenacity to heal more than just the now if it feels like a calling to you to do that work. So thank you so much for listening to my podcast this week. Let me know if you have any questions, cool experiences on the past life front. It can be really fascinating. Sometimes I wish there were groups where people got together and were able to practice talking about their past lives or these other experiences or ways that maybe our soul is writing a book and we're just in one particular chapter and how to really honor the other chapters and really witness our multidimensional selves and to give ourselves credit for all the things that we've learned in those lives. So 
from this life to all the lives I've had to all the lives that you have and have had, sending so, so much love, sending gratitude, share things with me if it feels good to you, but wishing you a lot of love and care through time and space. Thanks for joining us this week on Soul Essence Wellness Center's podcast. Make sure to visit Zandra's website, soulessencewellnesscenter.com to find more resources about how to transform your life. Zandra is available for private coaching, energy healings, psychic readings, and much more.